Welcome to the Mile 99 interview with your host, Jessica Harris, Mike Turner, and Greg Larkin. Enjoy this episode. We'll see you on the trails. See you out there. See you there. Hello and welcome to the Mile 99 interview. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Turner, and tonight we have a special episode for you, don't we, Jessica? It is. Do you know that the Mile 99 is a place to hang out with like-minded folks in our trail community? We share our stories, successes, failures, and deepest trail secrets here. Uh, we also, this is also the place to get the latest in local race news and find out what's going on in our community. We record in front of a live Zoom audience, one take, no breaks, and unlike the trails, what is said here is on the record. I'm joined by my co-host, Greg Larkin and Mike Turner. Hey, Mike, how are you? Doing good. I am doing good. It was, uh, had a nice long break. I, uh, both my kids are grown. One of them's here tonight. And so I, I did a, a little dad tour. I went down to San Diego for five days and visited Savannah at her dorms there. And it was probably like 53, 55 degrees, probably 60 degrees off and on drizzle, but we, we rode bikes. We went, uh, you know, went down to the beach and drove around and uh, it was pretty just fun hanging out pretty quiet there because the campus was most people were gone so it was pretty pretty nice and quiet and then I went up to my other daughter both my daughters live at the beach which is pretty amazing my not a bad lives, yeah my other daughter lives up uh, on at Grover Beach which is right up by Pismo Beach in San Luis Obispo visited her hung out up there it was kind of similar weather and I did some runs and we did some mountain bike rides and I uh, enjoyed that. And then I came back to power outages and I had no power here and it had been out for three or four days and three, two or three feet of snow. It's been pretty miserable, but things are looking up. Today was sunny and uh, we're getting back to new year. Greg, you're here. How's it going? Greg, how was your holiday and your Christmas and new year's? Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, had Man, not a full week off before Christmas, but most of it, and a whole week between the two, so that was good. It's nice to kick back. Uh, nothing really going on at work at that point anyway, so um, yeah, so I hung out here for a few days and then um, went down the coast, uh, drove down through Big Sur uh, in some interesting weather, which was pretty dramatic along the coast. Um, got to see some really cool stuff down there, and um yeah, so the only problem being like Route 1 is actually closed uh, due to a landslide. So you can only go about 75 miles down from Monterey uh, and then you get turned around. And uh, as some people in the Tahoe region know, occasionally people will get stuck when they try to program into Google Maps, like different ways around closures and things like that. Well, Google Maps also said, hey, like there's this road that you can take from 1 over to 101. Um, we missed it on the way down and then on the way back, we kind of looked and said, whoa, that road does not look feasible at all. It was actually closed. It was going to take us over the mountains and then some kind of like research we did afterwards, not something you want to be driving on anyway. So, were so basically your, it was just a big out of back. Yeah. Yeah. So even less yeah. so on that thing. 
Um, so yeah, it was a big uh, out and back, but it was awesome. There were some really good views and some just really cool clouds and sun and all that good stuff. Got some hiking in. And uh, now it's back at it and it's uh, 2022 and there's a couple of races coming up and just trying to get back into shape and all that good stuff. How about you, Jessica? Well, my job keeps me really busy during when everyone else is not. <laughs> so um, I had a lot, I was very busy the past two weeks. It feels, or three weeks, feels like a blur. Um, but I had a lot of kid time, which was nice. Um, I homeschool my kids for a while. So when they go to public school, I just, it's not my favorite. So when they're home for um, breaks, it's really, really nice. And their dads are both in the alcohol industry. So it's busy for them. So I get them a little bit extra. So soak that all in. Um, and I was in Roseville, um, California, which is about 35 minutes, 40 minutes away from the big snow that happened. So we had some pretty cold days and rainy rains, but um, no snow and we didn't have any power outages here, even though it was really windy um, and ended up waiting for some of that snow to melt and drove up and my kids played at, at Forest Hill School where uh, canyons used to end. Um, we just went and played in the parking lot there um, because we don't live in the snow. So about an hour up there, just farting around and we had a good time and it was warm enough. It wasn't cold anymore. So that was really nice. I saw the pictures of your daughter. Oh my gosh. I know she's a, my 10 year old's obsessed with eating snow. So yeah, if we just, you know, she was eating some snow and then her tooth fell out a tooth that was wiggly. Um, one of her bottom fang teeth. Um, I don't know if they're really called that the sharp one on the bottom. She was like, Oh, my tooth is gone. And I was like, what? And I looked in her glove with some snow there's a little white tooth in there so wow i that's probably the craziest place we we will uh, i don't know that's the craziest place so far we've lost so far. so far yeah um but i know that this area is uh kind of ramping up for ultra season so greg you want to fill us in on maybe some of the stuff that might be going on around here oh yeah so let's see what we have coming up um i think one of the things that's coming up most closely to today, the next big thing is the um, the one day in Auburn race um, put on by single track running, Paula Medina. This is his vision, um, something that's been happening now for probably what, three or four years anyway. Um, historically, it's been held at the Placer High School track and it's a, a 24 hour race. And the goal is to complete as many laps as possible in 24 hours. Um, and so we've had people finish this thing with like, you know, 130, 135 miles, that kind of thing. I mean, it's some pretty intense competition. Uh, this year, it's going to be in uh, at Railhead Park, uh, which is just down a little bit um, in a different part of town, but pretty close by. Uh, and that will be happening on January 15th and 16th. So if you happen to be in the area at any point during those two days, uh, when this is going on, feel free to come out, check it out. There's different categories too. There's, um, a 24 hour, I believe there's a 12 hour and there's a six hour. And I think there's also a relay. There's been a relay in the past. Um, so it's a pretty popular event and just kind of a unique thing. So, uh, definitely check that out. Um, 
And we have all of our normal kind of like uh, early season races coming up. We've got Way to Cool, we've got Salmon Falls, Formidable. Um, and the No Hands, actually, yeah, the next weekend, I think after one day in Auburn is the No Hands uh, 50K, but it's also multiple distances if I remember correctly, right? So Inside Trails putting that on and that will be coming up on January 22nd, if I remember. Can I throw a plug in for Way to Cool? There will be a, a new aid station uh, a group hosting a new aid station there it should be the i'm thinking it's gonna be the coolest one around but the mile 99 is gonna be hosting an aid station at way to cool <laughs> i've heard and, of them somewhere. i mean anywhere i go now i'm gonna just say it's the mile 99 i will be volunteering at the no hands race on january 22nd so hopefully um i'll get some sound bites if you guys ever see us say hey i want to be on the podcast yeah. we'd love to hear your stories or take your picture and get some locals on our page it's probably better to do this like during the race when everybody's adrenaline is all pumped up and everything i kind of made the mistake at rdl of trying to interview people like right after they had finished their 100 miler and i didn't get a lot of takers on that deal so <laughs> <laughs> you might want to if you're around and you have the energy and you're having a good time during the race definitely let us know <laughs> um so yeah i mean that whole like spring early spring season is is upon us uh it's just a really exciting time in auburn and this great you know general auburn area um you know some really fast runners show up to these 50ks and they just come out and crush the field and crush the course um and then there's everybody you know just enjoying their time whether you're you know leading uh, middle of the pack back of the pack whatever it's just a party so uh we're really excited about that we're glad racing is back and uh, we hope to see you all out there. So, yeah. Um, thanks for that, Greg. So this episode is a little bit different. We don't have a guest. What are we going to do? Well, we are the guest tonight. Um, tonight, we're going to go over our past year for um, the Mile Nine interview. We'll give you some stats on how we're doing. And then we also we all have some resolutions that we want to show you. So to get going, um, this is, we'll be going into our third year um, doing the podcast in, what is it, March, guys, is our anniversary? I think it's May, right? May? We, May will well, be... It, it envisioned early in the year, yeah. I was doing some hosting of some just runners, and then by the time May came around, I think May was our first guest, but well, we did start it earlier. I'll just go look it up right now. Let's see. Well, while he's looking that up, we can talk about um, our top episode of the year was episode 33 with Juma Corey. Um, that was awesome. Uh, some really good info about Cocodona and him as a person. That was a really fun interview. Super lovable guy. Uh, the top city who downloads our podcast is West Sacramento. So thank you guys so much. We love that. Um, maybe they're just so desperate for the trails. They're just, you know, here for us. Um, we made 38 episodes last year, which we're super, super proud of. Uh, that's over 2,000 minutes of um, recordings that we've done for one year. We, we had um, 2,000 more downloads from uh, 2020 to 2020. 21. Uh, we had 6,282 downloads for those 38 episodes. I mean, um, we got our shirt orders. Um, 
we're actually going to extend that for the demand that we have. So we're going to go ahead and push our pre-orders. So if you guys didn't get them in by the 31st, uh, we're going to extend it until this Friday, and we're going to start shipping some of those off. We have 14 Patreon members who do donate to us every single month. We've had uh, four or five. How many Venmo people, Greg? Oh, um, four or five or so. And I do yeah. want to say, like, Shell, uh, our latest Patreon, um, very appreciative of his support as well. Yeah, so people just giving us monetary support um, as long with uh, the actually downloading and listening to our episodes. We are going to keep rolling in 2020. Uh, I think we're getting better. We have cooler guests. Uh, well, we've had some really cool guests, but we're going to keep it going. So, and as always, I think we are open. If you guys ever um, have someone that you think is really cool, please let us know. We'd love to get them on the show because if you think they're cool, we'll think they're cool. Um, so we're definitely open for that. So where are we going to go? Should I go Mike or Greg first? Who wants to talk about the resolutions? I can talk about ready? Okay. stuff happening for this year. Cool. My youngest daughter, Savannah, went, went to school about a year and a half ago. And so I've been an empty nester for a while here in Colfax. Both, both my girls are in different towns. And I had a chance to run a lot more last year. Last year, I got my first trainer. After I got my first DNF last year. And I got my first trainer as a result of that. And I did the bear, which is my biggest elevation race in my life, 22,500. Uh, lost the most toenails I've ever lost in one race. Yeah, in that race, uh, a lot happened last year. But I think having the trainer, I really like that. So this year, one of our guests, Robert, uh, we interviewed him last end of last year, and uh, so I hired him as a trainer this year to train me for Cocodona. I'm going back to finish Cocodona. I'm excited about that. So I started running in December, training, exercising. And so that's going good. So and my resolutions are race related. The ones, you know, finish Cocodona, enjoy that. And in September, I'm registered for the Superior Fall 100 in Troy's town. Maybe Troy will be out there to, uh, maybe I can loop him into, uh, you know, crew me a little bit, running a little bit, we'll see. So that's in September. And I have a couple other race things to be, that are not going to be in the universe yet. So things in my back pocket. I'll be 50 years old next year. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to make it a big year. On my birthday, which is a Monday, March 14th, I'm going to be running 50 miles. Very cool. Monday. So, you know, if anybody's not working in March, they can, I'll be running around somewhere. It'll be six weeks out from my race. So perfect time to do 50 miles. I know a podcast who would pro is probably going to be out there for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, was it uh, Trail Runner Nation or something? Or? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be cool. Six weeks after my race. So What race? Uh, Cocodona. Oh. So, yeah. And uh, I got some new gear for Cocodona. One thing is, is this here. Come on. It's, it's a Sunbrella. Sun umbrella. Okay, tell me. So it's, how it's ultra light. It's it's made by Gossamer Gear, and mm -hmm. it's I've seen them down in Avalina. Uh, people were using them. People about long races. That, usually they're like a through hiker product. So 
you know, I'm going to have it in my, in my back pocket, literally. And then if it gets like, you know, you never know. It might also be like a little, a nice little face shade if you decide to take a nap. Yeah, a little siesta on the trail. Yeah, or like at night, you know, you, just get a little, a little privacy, a little yeah. umbrella for your face. I know. And also I, new, new for 2022 are these bad boys. They're transitional and they're progressive, which means I can finally read my watch now. So now I can read my watch because on races like, uh, Euchre bar when you have when you have a map where you have to orient yourself. Uh-huh. I couldn't see my maps or my because my, you know, you get old and you need stuff, you know. So yeah. These are gonna be the glasses for the new year. So, so what's what's your first race of the year? It's gonna be Cocodona. Okay. I'm not gonna do yeah, I used to do a lot of shorter races, but I don't anymore. Okay. So I probably I typically like a nice training block. And I typically do long races, long runs, but no races. I just okay. don't find that I like the training block better than I like a bunch of, I'll be out volunteering at races and being at races. But which last year, I made it a, a, a more of a point to do more volunteering. And I did, I paced a couple of races and I really forgot how much I liked that. And I didn't do it in 2020. And so I got back into that. I really enjoyed pacing at Javelina and pacing at Rio. And I really just, man, this feels so good. So this year, like you said earlier, be about volunteering more and being out of places. And so if I'm not in a race, it'll allow me to be there for people. So that's kind of the idea. That's super solid. I like that a lot. You don't have any like 50K that you run every year that you just have to run? No, I used to, I just don't really care about that much anymore i probably will do cim oh I've, cool. never, I've never done that one i've done okay. the half so that a short that one i'll do but I, that's the only thing on my less than 100 mile list that i probably have i probably will do in the future uh non-running related resolutions or changes mm -hmm. i'm about i almost have my new license in arizona for geology very cool so I'm going to start looking around, see what kind of opportunities are there for working. Nice. And if there's something that it was an opportunity and I'll look at housing, I, I may be there next year. Yeah. So that's to be determined by how, because I, I like it here, but I guess the idea is that I want to see, I there's love so new many trails. rocks. Well, that, and I love new trails. Yeah. And can you imagine being in a town where you don't know what connects to where? Yeah. That's my favorite thing. Years ago, when I was, I, when I started running and I'd go to Auburn and I didn't know that Pardoners Rock got you down to the pump station or you could go back up to, you know, where did Knickerbocker go or I didn't know anything. And it was so fun. So I really am looking forward to being in new places, I guess is the idea. I think that's cool. Well, we'll miss you, but now we'll have a place to stay. So that's <laughs> right. always my thing. Big state. So, it's another big state to explore. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, like I said, nothing's decided. I'm just trying, it, it, it's, it's a numbers game, right? Can I get a job that's comparable? How's the housing market? Mm. Yeah, we'll see. But I'm going out there. I will go out there probably a couple of times before Cocodona. I, I plan to go to Arizona twice. 
this in the next okay. several months. I'd like to go out there for Black Canyon just to see people. I have nice. friends running, so I'd like to get out there. And uh, another guy, Steve Ellis, that helped me pace Angela at Havelina. He's running Cocodona. He lives in Flagstaff, so I might go up there and late, you know, when the snow starts to melt, and see him and do some training on the course. Wow, that's really nice. Yeah, love that connection for you too. Yeah, sorry. Those are my kind of things that are happening this year for me. So far. So far, so good. So far, so good. Hey, Greg, what do you have going on for 2020? Oh, well, I'd like to. Uh, I'm sorry. I just said 20. I just said 2020. 2022. 2022. My goodness. We're not yeah, going like backwards, stay, are we? Um, stay inside and do nothing for 2022. Or yeah. <laughs> well, if I'm lucky, I'll exceed my mileage from last year. I was pretty much on the bench for most of it. Um, I think I only got like about 700 miles in. So, you know, no shame in that. But uh, yeah, I've been having to take some time off get the old foot back in order. Um, things seem to be heading in a decent direction. I've been starting running again, slow stuff, short stuff, um, but doing a lot, you know, as I've mentioned a few times, been doing a horrendous amount of rowing on the rowing machine. So the engine is there. I just need to get the foot <laughs> into place. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's been all right. Um, I feel like I'm in pretty good shape. Um, definitely ready to get up to the mountains and take advantage of the, I don't know, 200 plus inches of snow they have up there. Um, if we can actually make it in the car and back. Um, so looking forward to that. Uh, hopefully this weekend I'll get up and get on the skis a little bit, but, uh, yeah, the goal is to get back into the lottery. I wasn't in it last year. I just couldn't get the qualifier due to the foot issue. Um, but you know, new rule change, the tickets were preserved, all two of them. Uh, so it wasn't like a huge deal, but it was nice because it just doesn't set you all the way back to zero. Um, so, uh, yeah, planning on doing my kind of normal, like 50 K hundred K buildup. Um, and then, yeah, looking into either, well, either a hundred K qualifier or a hundred miler. We'll see how that goes. Um, so that's the current plan, but I also just want to kind of do some pretty big, like solo expedition type things too. Um, so I got a few things in mind that aren't fully formed yet. And, uh, I'm going to be working on those over the next couple of months to come up with those. Uh, I got a few ideas um, and uh, yeah, so hopefully I'll be able to talk about those soon. You've had some great guests last year that really, as far as the solo expeditions, you know, like Renee, mm. guests like that, that are just uh, amazing people that have done, are there more women that have done those like solo expeditions? Yeah. And who we, we have Renee, a uh, number of people that did these crazy things. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have so many people in the community um, that just kind of come up with these things and you don't really hear about them until after the fact. And then it's sort of like mind blowing, like, wow, how did they do that? Um, so, yeah, there's definitely some new areas I want to explore. I want to get over to Nevada more. Um, there's some really nice areas over there that are are definitely calling my name. So, and it's not that far, you know, I mean, this is like weekend trip stuff, right? So there's a whole series of trails and networks over there that I'm looking at. Um, so, you know, definitely be working on that. And uh, I gotta say, like, you know, we did visit the Grand Canyon for the first time last year and the whole rim to rim to rim thing is, is an absolute bucket list. So uh, that's gonna be 
I don't know if that's something that'll happen next, or I keep saying next year, it's this year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to happen this year or later, but who knows, you know, maybe that's a late season thing. I mean, people do that into September, October, I think. So mm -hmm. uh, potentially. Those sound like really good things. And for your solo thing, would you take your, like, how, like, what, what are we talking about? Like you take the van and you're doing some loops. Like what, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, it depends. Like, I mean, I've got a couple of, um, yeah, like self-supported kind of like self-aid station type things like that. Yeah. Um, maybe there needs to be like a drop-off point to point kind of deal as well. I've got a, a couple ideas there. That's so cool. That's yeah. so cool. So, you know, those are, those are some of the ideas. Um, I mean, one of the things you can do, anybody can do really too, just to kind of get their, um, you know, brain working on things like this, if this is an interest area is just to go on the fastest known time website and just start like looking through the different routes that people have in there. I mean, California, Nevada, Washington, Oregon, whatever, you know, like there's just, and there's so many different types and mileages i mean there's short ones there's long ones like that's a treasure trove of just places to explore you know um so something along those lines um looking at, i mean not that i'd be sitting there like oh i'm gonna break that fkt it's just a way to kind of find out a new thing to do and a new place to go um and what you know if you happen to do it quickly great but if not you've got an adventure that you've just taken on so um, so I think that's, yeah, you know, I, I probably almost would lean more towards doing those kinds of things than racing a lot, you know, like when I first got into trail racing, I think Mike remembers, I think I raced like, kind of tried to like mimic my bike racing, which was like, you know, you could race 20 times a year if you wanted to, because you could recover, but you can't do that, at least at my age now with ultra running, I don't think, you know, depending on the length. It yeah. wasn't a great way to start. <laughs> you know, like I'm going to go do 15 races my first year. You um, just can't help it though. Cause you know, it, you're yeah. going to see your, around here, you know, you're going to see your friends. Yeah. Well, you get excited. Yeah. It's exciting, you know, and, and it's addictive, I think definitely. Um, but you know, at this point kind of like mellowing it out and maybe like doing things that are a little less, um, competitive and less like less likely to pull you into going too hard or too fast, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but still like long duration, you know, that's, that's definitely an interesting area. I think that's awesome. Um, what about you? Well, first of all, Greg, oh. any, any non-running resolutions? Oh, non-running resolutions. You made some big changes well, last year, Greg. I'm sorry. Biggest, you made some big changes, maybe the biggest in your entire life. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I have a family now, right? So that's a big change. And um, congratulations! Thank you, sir. Um, in fact, um, I think he, uh, our nine-year-old, he wants to go skiing with me next uh, time we have the chance. So that's cool. I'm looking forward to getting him on the snow. Um, and yeah, like we, you know, we've been doing some trips together and things like that. And it's, I, it's been really nice to be able to kind of go to you know, national parks and things like that, just to kind of all get in a, a good experience uh, of the outdoors and, and all of that. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to doing more of that kind of thing. Um, you know, whether it's uh, vacations or just weekends or I still need to get, we all still need to get to Yosemite. We've not been to Yosemite. It's only like, uh, like what, four hour drive. <laughs> so. Yeah. But I mean, the reservations and everything have been a little, yeah. Um, Oh yeah. Different than normal. So, yeah, but yeah, you do need sure. to go to Yosemite. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, so we'll do more of that. Um, and then me personally, I mean, I, I think, you know, sort of to your point, Mike, about getting a trainer and all that, like I've historically in my kind of endurance, um, athletic, uh, whatever you want to call it, not career, but, but like, you know, um, hobby over the number of years I've been doing, I historically don't do any type of, uh, you know, strength work or other adjunct types of workouts to support the main workout. So I just go out and if I'm a bike racer, I'm like, I'm just going to go ride my bike forever. I'm not going to do weights or any of that stuff. But now, I mean, there's so much evidence as we all age and we start losing bone and muscle mass and all that stuff that you really need to complement all of your normal activities with these other things to support those activities. Right. So you know, weights, body weight exercises, yoga, you know, meditation, all these things that help you get through this incredible stress that you're putting on your body doing your sport. But on top of that, all the stress maybe you're having from the pandemic and other things in the world going on. I mean, there's a lot of holistic types of things you can do. So um, I've been starting some of that and I need to do more and, um, you know, planning on that. I'll just say one more thing. I actually have been enjoying running on the treadmill. I don't know why. Um, I have hated, I've always thought to myself, I hate running on the treadmill. I've done it on business trips in the past. I can't stand it. Honestly, and I'm not, I'm not saying this for any financial gain, but there's the treadmill has an iFit membership or account or something, and they've got these guided, you know, um, treadmill workouts. Love them. Um, I really just, I, I don't know why. I just do. <laughs> He's very, maybe it's very just like uh, meditative. It's just very, you don't, you can really think because you're not, I mean, like a trail run and you, you can only think so much. It depends on what trail you're on and the type of trail decides how much thinking you can do. And if you really got one of those days, you got to do a lot of thinking. You don't want to go to some places because the trail will just slap you down. But yep. treadmill, it's, it's just kind of the humming sound and the, you know, it's very methodical. And didn't uh, one of our previous guests, Julie, just finished up the, uh, was the Dreadmill 100 like <laughs> two weeks ago? For second time. Yeah. I exchanged a few texts with Julie because um, she's going to be another, uh, on our show again. And she said the second time was probably the worst because she knew what was coming. Mm. You know, like she knew. But uh, yeah, she did so good. Oof. Yeah. she's funny because she's very she won't tell she doesn't go online and say what she's doing she's just like hey i'm doing this today and you're like what and all of right. a sudden she's doing like just doing something she's still just crazy with the stuff she should she does mm. yeah and then just to throw it in there greg um our episode 49 with megan roach and jonathan levitt they have that really cool program um so if anyone needs more information or help on like what to use to fuel your body, uh, especially as we age and all that. I thought that was a really informative episode without having to buy anything. They gave you a really good tip on something you can do every single day um, that will help you out. So listen right. to that. What, what was it? Uh, I'm gee, not I, telling you. I episode can't 49. I Go think ahead it's and episode 49 it. that has all the, the spoilers in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like a, uh, after a while, I have an article I found online would talk about that Michael Roach actually contributed to the talks about nice. some interesting things that I'll talk about after a while. But first we need to find out what's going on in Jessica's mind. Mm. Uh, I haven't raced uh, in a while. I raced in 2020 
I did uh, Marlette 50K. Uh, I really love that race. It is so beautiful. Um, and for just my personal uh, stance on the state of the world, they were very uh, cautious and considerate with people um, and their health. And I thought that was really important uh, for the times that we're living in. So I will continue to support that race. It probably will never be my fastest race uh, just for like timing. My kids go back to school about that time, um, but it is beautiful. And uh, I love that. But my first race of the year will be Formidable 50K. Um, I have historically run that race very quickly. I will not be running it that quickly this year. Um, I will just finish my normal time uh, because it is kind of set up so that I can run a bigger race, which is uh, Marin Ultra Challenge 50 miler. The last nice. time I tried to start that race was on my third child's second birthday. Um, and I didn't know that I was pregnant with my fourth kiddo. I ended up um, having some GI and some like bladder problems, which I never do during races. Um, so I was at the back of the pack from the very beginning. Um, and then I got to one of the aid stations that kind of you, you go in and out of it a couple of times. It's the cardiac aid station. And I went out the wrong way. Uh, I went out the kind of the second loop out. Um, and I knew the next aid station was four miles away uh, to Willow Camp. And it's a pretty big climb. And I it was like five miles as like my watch is never off. Uh, and then I saw some very quick people coming up behind me. I said, hey, what mileage are you? And they said, oh, 36, 37. And I was like, I am lost. <laughs> um, so I ended up having to just walk to the next aid station and um, uh, get picked up from my kid's dad. And then a couple of days later, I found out I was pregnant with my fourth. So <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go back. That was my very first 50 mile race that I ever ran. I'm very passionate about the trails there. Uh, it's where I really fell in love with trail running. Auburn community, don't come for me. Um, but those trails are what made me really love trail running. It was where I did my first 50K, my first 50 miler. Um, so I'm going to come back, gonna go back to that race and really um, put in solid effort that day. I'm not too familiar with that course. Is that in, in Marin Headlands? Yeah, so depending on the uh, year you, uh, like any, any year that I've started, you start at Rodeo Beach uh, or Rodeo Valley Beach or something, and you kind of run up uh, back <laughs> uh, towards, you go all the way towards like Sausalito and then... Oh. To come back. Um, I know other years you'll finish closer to the Golden Gate Bridge. You'll get like right, you'll run kind of like underneath it yeah. or something. It's always been flooded the years that I've run. So we haven't been able to do that. Um, and I'm not obviously too savvy with trail names around there, but it goes up and around. It kind of does two big loops. Um, and part of the Miwok course, right? Because I was up there late summer with Martin. You're asking group. the wrong person. And, and I, I had not been back to Miwok since since then. I was at Rodea Beach for the first time. And it was like a lot of the trails that I remember from Miwok or the, the kind of on the same ones out there. I think so. Um, 
the like I know certain aid station names sounded familiar I've only crewed or like my kid's dad has run me walk and I've been out there um and so yeah I think it's around the same area I'm pretty sure um it's more mountainous than Miwok though Miwok's pretty uh fast and you know uh it's not fast for everybody just for the record it's a fast course (laughs) how about that um Marin Ultra Challenge is not uh the first time I finished it it was in a literal storm it rained all day I had to like I had to hide against the mountain so that I literally wouldn't get blown off um but I finished it. Uh, so um, going back, my kids will be there. Uh, their dads agreed to bring them. So that will be my big race for the year. I, again, Auburn community don't come for me. As of right now, I'm not interested in qualifying for Western States. Um, I don't think for me personally, I used to run a lot of races and not be passionate about them but I would do it for another reason. And at this point in my life, uh, with the money that races cost and the time away from my family and the, uh, you know, just emotional strain to get training in, I'm not going to run something unless I'm very passionate about it. Um, so that can change. You know, I feel like after you run a 50 miler, you get a little, uh, Ooh, I can do anything. And so, but as of right now, I'm not looking to qualify for Western States. I don't have any tickets in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, that's just where I am right now. The trails will always be there. That's the Yeah. And I just, yeah, I have small kids, you know, and I just, mm-hmm. uh, I, I feel like anything over a hundred K for me. So a hundred miler takes a lot of time away from my kids. Some people like they're, you know, very close to me maybe their other parent can manage that. I can't manage that right now. And I'm, I'm finally at peace with that. I think, um, my priorities from the past couple of years have just, I've always been very focused on my children, but now I know like when they go to school, I get even less time with them. When they go to their other parents' house, I get less time with them. So just right now, not super passionate about it. I think we all enjoyed not qualifying last year. It was like COVID was nice. We, I, I didn't have qual- it was like two years. I didn't have to get a qualifier. It was <laughs> awesome. We just run to run. It was like, yeah. you know, we have to get back to running to just run and not be, you know, we live in Auburn. It's hard not to be tied into this, but yeah, it's nice to just run. Yeah. I am pacing someone for Western States. I got snagged early to be a pacer. Uh, so I will make sure I'm happy, healthy, and ready for that day. Um, I'm not sure that that person's ready for me to say it. So I will be, I'll be out there pacing someone. Somebody. Uh, yeah. And it will be great. Um, there's many somebody's out there who might need pacers too. So, you know, if you need a pacer, <laughs> any of us <laughs> might be helping, might be helpful. Yeah. Um, so for running wise, I started the end of December running more intentional uh november i started uh i needed to move my body one mile every day whether that was walking whether that was taking my dog for a longer walk than normal one mile every day and uh that jump starts me usually to like a body in motion stays in motion and so now 
I am back to moving every day and now I'm upping mileage. So like on Monday, I ran three times. It was 12 miles, but I ran at 5 a.m. I uh, took a break from work because one of my assistants was in. I went and did a stagecoach, which was four miles. And then I did another three miles uh, while my kids were eating dinner. Um, and so, yes. I think our past guest, Camille Heron, would be proud of you. Uh, she was a big, big advocate of double sessions, if you remember. And now you're upping it to triple sessions. <laughs> it's not the first time for me. I've done this since 2017. Anytime that I, I just sometimes have to get it in uh, early and often. And, you know, um, I, I really like to enjoy my evening. So I can't do, she does like 10 p.m. I really like, after my kids go to bed at 7 p.m., I really like to like just enjoy my house and whatever. So um, it's very rare that I run late. So they literally were like having some organic pizza rolls. And I was like, I'll be back in 27 minutes, kids, or whatever. And my treadmill's just in the garage and I had a monitor on them. I have a 10, eight, four, and two-year-old. So they do need me to watch them while they eat still. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just more intentional about running. I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, today I went out for, I was like, oh, I'll do five miles. I I had a lot of adult errands to do the DMV. I had to get live scanned. I finally sent out my holiday cards. You guys will be getting yours soon. Um, and so I went for, I think I wanted five miles and <laughs> I went out on this paved road. It's a paved bike trail in uh, Roseville, California called Miners. And it goes uh, pretty far out. You can get pretty good mileage on there. It was, <laughs> it was close, like 1.2 miles out. <laughs> I was like, like closed, like they're working on the bridge or something. It was like not, couldn't go past. So I just turned around and I was like, I think it's a three mile day and I'm going to go get another Starbucks today. And um, that was the right choice um, after running more than normal, getting, I'm getting tired, but soon it will click, you know, soon I'll, I'll be ready for it. So for running, running intentional and only running when I'm passionate is what 2020 is going to be about just to jump in on that real quick i mean yeah. this is kind of interesting because i've been doing these i fit workouts on the treadmill like i said and um i'm actually doing kind of like hiking workouts um with some running workouts mixed in and the trainer is really just a huge proponent of listening and really keying into your body and not pushing it to that level of just constantly bashing yourself and breaking your body down is very much into like, you know, 80% of your work should be this kind of like endurance level and then layer the intense stuff on top. So it sounds like a good decision on your part. Yeah. And I run everything pretty slow. Like people go, Oh, my rest days when they're running like sub eight minute miles. No, like I can run faster, but I run like 845 to 10 minute miles because it's just about like getting out there and running slow and then you know if I need a little kick at the end I'll do a half mile whatever um and that that's taken years of um ultra running to figure out that I personally need to because I'll I'll go I'll speed up like right away I'll be at 730 pace half mile in and then I'm like no this this is not what finishes big races so um definitely getting back into that. I think I went a little 
I was at like nine minute mile today, which was fine, but it probably wouldn't have been fine for five miles. I needed to go a little bit slower. My Strava end of the year video that they, they my fastest mile was like 9.15 for the whole right. year. I mean, yeah. so I'm not, I'm just slow and steady, you know. Mike, Mike medium, Turner medium. Uh, well, the old Turner medium, now I'm Turner medium fast, medium high, like a seven on the, like a stove. Oh yeah, I like it. Um, and for some of my non-running resolutions for 2022, um, I'm gonna try. You know what? I I don't. I like resolutions that are concrete, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You're gonna do something or whatever. But this one is really t- tricky for me. I am a single mom and my kids go to bed at seven. So I'm going to try really, really hard, but have grace with myself. I'm going to try not to eat past 8 p.m. Very good. And it's not like even, it's just, I don't need it. Mm -hmm. Like some people like don't, this is not like a, any judgment, eat at 10 p.m. if you need to eat at 10 p.m. This is just for me, I've noticed that the things I eat, because I also don't, this is not a very good thing for parents. I don't eat with my children, as I just told you. Um, I will sit down with them, but I also notice when I eat with people, I don't pay attention to what I'm eating. So I have to eat by myself to be aware of what I'm eating and enjoy it, or I'll like eat dinner and then be like, what did I even taste? So um, that's another thing. When I eat my second dinner or my dinner, when my kids are asleep, it's more intentional. I'm more like I sit down and I enjoy my food and that can't go past 8 p.m. Because if not, then I will be eating these crumble cookies, which I order all the time late at night. Uh Oh, some people I know at work have a subscription to that. Those are, there's a place by my office and we bought those for our clients this year. And they're like, it's like each one is like, a 12 inch diameter and like three inches tall like yeah. giant cookies it's they're basically like a cake ridiculous yeah but i remember like you said you mentioned when i had i had two girls when i was younger dinner time was like i was a waiter i was serving yeah. cleaning moving picking up spilling you know you're trying to get the pots maybe done you know it was you're working dinner isn't a time to relax it's it's a time to work when you're a single parent and you got kids yeah, so I just realized that if I wanted to enjoy my food, which I really like to sit and enjoy my food and like feel satisfied with what I've eaten, that I just needed to. But I've also balanced like I will sit and have a couple bites with my kids so they don't grow up and go like my mom never ate in front of us. Like that's also weird. So trying to balance that, but not eating. And then my other one is like I said, I like concrete things. So Monday, Wednesday and Friday, I'm going to floss twice a day. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, twice a day. Wow, nice work. Yep. And I might even, that that second one is not probably going to even be at nighttime. It's going to start in the afternoon because that's when I remember. I'll do it in the morning like normal. And then my second one is going to be in the afternoon like mm. one or two. That's a good and idea. then I'll slowly start to remember to do it at night. Once you get these habits going, when you right. don't do them, it feels strange. So like, I think, what is it? The the typical habit forming period is like 21 days or something like that. 
Um, so like if anybody starts a habit, you know, it could take you three weeks to kind of like get into it, but then there's turns this point where it feels strange if you don't do it, you know? So that's kind of like a nice thing to think about as you're trying to maybe start something like that. Yeah. So I also, we posted today about some people's resolutions. So I have some to read off. Um, Nick Savage 18, which is, uh, Miss Elliot, she posted on our Instagram that she's looking forward to volunteering at races again. And she said, oh, and making an effort to be more social, which I just think was a really lovely way to say that. A little bit of grace for all, we've all gone through a massive amount of stress in some form or another. So love that. And then Jesse Ellis posted on our Facebook live today that all of 2021, he drank no soda which I think is huge. Um, And he's like, I really like Coke. So that was a good one for him. And then going forward, he's going to be mentoring photographers. Um, I think like trail and running photographers uh, for the area. So, or what did he say? Uh, He says, we'll be mentoring photographers with the same eye. So we'll be getting, you know, people who photograph just like uh, Jesse, which I mean, he's gotten like Western States covers and spreads and, you know, whole shebang. So and that's also really- he has baby number three. Oh, he does. Have that's baby. right. Oh, how could I have forgotten? That is just the best news. Um, mm-hmm. it right before it'll be June. So I think June or July, I can't remember anyways, around States and around TRT. So mm. congratulations to jesse well-known member of the community um and then i was thinking um we could real quick maybe just reminisce on a couple of our favorite episodes i can go first because i'm kind of springing guys but one of my favorite episodes that we did for uh 2021 was episode 50 with julie fingar i feel like people beyond us were able to really see her as um, not just a race director, but they're able to put a face and an amazing story to this person who creates these lavish ultra running events, uh, AR50, way too cool, just to name some of the big ones, uh, obviously Rio de Lago. We had her on right before Rio. Um, and yeah, that was um a really nice catch-up episode with her. That was really awesome. Um, so we have her coming on again. I'm a huge fan. I think more people should know about her in our community. And really, she does some awesome stuff. And as a woman, I like to see other women who do amazing things be spotlighted. So any episode that we've done, truly, definitely check out is one of my favorites mike do you have a favorite or like a highlight that you were I do. Uh, you know I, I had not thought about it until you asked but i instantly came up with george reese oh so I just, good i i love this it's just uh hearing about how the trt was born because that's a race because uh, a lot of that history that those guys have you, you can't go to a website there's no like you can't search history of trt it's, 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 it's in his head, it's stories that he has that yeah. listening to how, how it was born and how it came about and what he has planned and just, and he's an amazing ultra runner as well with 1900 milers. And it just is a, a great 
person to all, all the money goes to proceeds and he I, just was a good I just left with just really liking him and I just want to volunteer from every year what episode was that do you remember because I, I know Julie the episode I was talking about about Julie I said 50 but I meant 40 50 was a real update which was awesome too um but 40 was the episode just on Julie um super awesome uh george i think was around there oh he was episode 41 mike if you don't have that um so episode 40 and 41 so far uh were some of the highlights for us greg do you have a highlight or a couple that you really enjoyed yeah definitely um i would say uh when we talked to the forlorn hope team um those uh let's see we talked to them twice right like once is that right to go back and look uh, now. Let I me, think only once. Did we talk to them once? Let me go back and look. Uh, we talked to them on December 24th of 2020. And I thought we talked to them again afterwards. You're right, we did. We did, right? Uh, uh, we had... No, I guess not, because that was right after they did it. Oh, okay, all right. Well, yeah, my we apologies, but stay tuned um stay tuned right and and so i think you know that that episode was really excellent because we got so many different perspectives from all of the members of that team so we're talking bob crowley tim tweetmeyer jennifer hemmen elka reimer and they made up the team that went from um donner lake down to johnson's ranch and uh, recreating the whole um, expedition that was meant to set out for help to rescue the Donner Party and other people up in that area at the time. Um, so I was remiss in the community news earlier, uh, should have mentioned the fact that they will be now recreating the rescue mission itself uh, starting on February 14th. And so February 14th. Uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, so go to forlornhope.org, forlornhope.org, and they have all the details on the history of the both all those missions, the rescue mission, and they will be having live tracking and all of that. We're super excited to see them. Uh, the one thing that is striking me, though, is that the conditions will be substantially different for this expedition than the first one due to the amount of snowpack that we now have up in Tahoe. They had some snow at the beginning of the last one heading down the hill. Now they're going to be heading up the hill into the snow, which is extremely deep at this point. And it's the exact same conditions, almost the same amount of snow yeah. Yeah. as during 100, 175 years ago. Yeah. 16 feet, 17 feet of snow in one storm. That yeah. occurred. So it's, this is like the conditions. It, it's going to be unbelievable. So we're super excited for them. We're, we can't wait to follow them. I encourage everybody that's listening to this to go check out forlornhope.org. Get on their mailing list, get on Facebook with them. They post all these updates, really great history. If you're into history and all that of this area, uh, it's really exciting. It's great. That's going to be a good one to have on. And they're coming on, on in January or February? We're hoping we're going to try to square away some details and yeah. they are very busy since their expedition yeah. in 2020. They are very busy um, humans really trying to make sure that this story is being told and it's being told uh, factually correct. Yeah, so. they're yeah. very passionate about it. Yeah, I saw them at the park, Protect American River Canyon had a fundraiser at the Crooked Lane last month and they uh, 
they gave a talk there and it was just great to hear. I mean, I can never hear enough of that, the stories. And they talked about the archeologists out there and they had some uh, DNA sniffing dogs. They were trying to find the, the death camp and they believe they found it. These dogs can sniff DNA that are hundreds, hundreds of years old in the soil. And the dogs went crazy over this one patch of air out there in the woods. And so there's some great, so much that we don't even, we haven't even heard yet. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Wow. Uh, yeah, pretty awesome. So we're, we're almost at the end of the show, the end of the hour. Mike, did you have one more thing that you wanted to share from David Roach? Yeah, real quick. I just was looking online, reading resolutions, and Troy Runner Magazine had a cool article that posted on December 31st. It was kind of resolutions, you know, and I was reading through it, and it was, I think, a lot about what, what we talked about tonight. But uh, I guess what I really liked about the article is they're talking about starting a training log, not like a Strava log, but like a journal to write about you, how you feel, a personal journal, just for you, how you feel, what you saw, the beauty you saw, to really reflect on the run and keep it like, like a journal. So I might, I might try that this year. We got a message from uh, Rob Meyer, who said that that was, we posted on our Instagram and our Facebook stories, what was the favorite, your favorite um, item that you got that was running related. And he said he got a new running journal. Um, and I know a lot of our uh, community does the journaling, but I think more people need to, not just what you did, but like you said, um, yeah. about your entire day. Yeah, I think that was, uh, that was really, and focus on your activity, not, not your weight. Focus on enjoying life. It's a good article. I'll link it in, uh, to the show notes because it's just about prioritizing mental health. Don't worry about, you know, getting a PR. Worry about enjoying the activities. Be, be active just for the sake of enjoying it. So it's a good article. Awesome. Well, we have uh, spent one hour uh, talking about resolutions. You guys got to hear a little bit more about us personally, which I think we're going to try to do more in 2022. So you guys know who's hosting your shows for you. Um, again, thank you to all our Patreons from uh, 2021 to now. Uh, we will make sure to link our Patreon. A dollar a month helps us so much. Um, just pay the bills and keep producing stuff that you can listen to on your run. Um, we are going to extend our shirt order. We'll make sure to get that out to you guys as well. And uh, we hope that you have a beautiful, healthy, and safe 2022. Keep us updated on our Instagram, which is at the mile 99 interview. We have our website, www.themile99interview.com. And on our Facebook is where we post all our Facebook lives that we have going on right now, which is also the mile 99 interview. Thank you guys so much for sharing an hour with us. And we hope to see you on the trails. Bye. Bye. Be out there.